Welcome to the Mind Your P's and Q's podcast with Mind Your Manners Mediation. I'm your host, Attorney Abby Godless, chatting with you about important family law topics and giving you tips for navigating Arizona divorce and custody. Let's get chatting. Today, I want to chat professionals who can help with your divorce. Now, I'm going to start with the legal professionals just because the very first person that any of us would think about if we need professional help with our divorce is an attorney. And that is definitely one of the options. Depending on your needs for a divorce, an attorney might be the right fit, but it might not be. If you're in agreement and working towards uncontested custody or divorce and you merely need drafting assistance, not all attorneys offer drafting-only services. Also, regardless of what service you are going to the attorney for, they are going to be the most costly With that being said, the attorney is also going to provide the most assurances because that leads me into my final note. There are no limits on the help a licensed attorney can offer. Again, they may or may not offer limited scope services based on their business model, but nothing is stopping them from offering the most limited help to the full scope representing you in litigation. They can do it all. So what other legal professionals are out there? Well, this is going to vary on who you can actually use based on the specific help you truly need. But the two other options for legal professionals are first, a certified legal document preparer. They are certified by the state. They have specific education and training that qualifies them to sit for the exam. As long as they pass, they are certified to basically be independent paralegals. While the formal title is a certified legal document preparer, based on the education and experience needed to sit and get certified, they are, in essence, independent paralegals. That's just not the term that we formally use. What this means is that they cannot give legal advice. They can provide lots of information, but then you have to take that information and do as you see fit. For uncontested matters, no matter who you are turning to for help, they would never be able to provide legal advice anyway because you would be coming to that professional together looking for drafting help, saying we are in agreement, we just need this formalized and polished for the court. And so in those scenarios, you would be seeking information to make sure that your agreements do meet all the requirements. But in those scenarios, you might be able to use the legal document preparer because you wouldn't be looking to get legal advice anyway. And the legal document preparer is going to be the most cost-effective legal professional that you can turn to. There is also now a new legal professional that you can consider, and this is called the Legal Paraprofessional, or LP for short. This can be seen as similar to a nurse practitioner. They are in between the independent paralegal and a licensed attorney. 
This is very new territory as legal paraprofessionals were only authorized about a year ago at the time of this recording. And there are still limited options for your legal paraprofessionals. And that is only because this program and licensing is so new that people are still first getting licensed. So the legal paraprofessionals out there, I'm sure are awesome and doing amazing things. I sadly don't personally know any, but that does mean that the pool of people is more limited than the legal document preparers or attorneys because this is just a new area of licensing. And so with that being said, I would also like to just take that one step further and note that, again, partly because I don't personally know any LPs and partly because I would suspect that the LPs that are out there right now are probably very busy because this is a new, exciting middle ground to explore. And so if they are already super busy, doing their main LP thing, which I'll note in a minute what exactly they do or don't do. But it's not clear if there are LPs currently offering drafting only or other unbundled limited scope services. That's not to say just because they aren't offering those limited scope or unbundled services now that there won't be LPs in the future who do offer that. It's just hard to say because, can't stress this point enough, it's such a new territory. An exciting area for sure, but it is only about a year out and is certainly still growing. So what does the LP do or not do? Similar to the nurse practitioner in the medical world, this is going to be a bit of a compromise of legal document preparer and attorney. What that means is that the legal paraprofessionals can provide legal advice like an attorney, but not like the legal document preparer. And they get licensed based on the area they want to practice. So when the LPs sit to get licensed, they do need to pass exams in the specific areas that they intend to practice. They can sit for family law, limited jurisdiction civil matters, limited jurisdiction criminal matters where no jail time is involved, and state administrative law when the administrative agency allows. So for those LPs who choose to sit for the family law specific designation, they would then be allowed to provide the legal advice, draft your documents, and sign like an attorney on your behalf. They would appear in court on your behalf if that is part of the scope of services. However, there are some limitations on the advice and documents that they can help with. So within family law, legal paraprofessionals cannot assist with quadros, which is a qualified domestic relations order and deals with dividing retirement accounts, nor can they assist with the division or conveyance of business entities or commercial property. And the last category they can't assist with is appeals. So depending whether you need to litigate or are facing an uncontested custody or divorce, 
depending whether you need some of these specific exclusions, you can definitely consider an LP as an additional legal professional who could potentially assist you in both litigation or out-of-court solutions. Moving forward, my bread and butter, you can look to a mediator. And as we've already briefly discussed way back when chatting the early episodes and going over the divorce process, Arizona does not have a requirement for mediators to be attorneys. This can be both a pro and a con. It is a pro because you can always find the best mediator for your situation, whether that's looking to their specific background, maybe you need someone with nuanced and specialized knowledge of, let's say, real estate or certain financials. It may just be more about who you actually vibe with. Obviously, you and your ex or soon-to-be ex need to feel comfortable with the professional you're choosing. The cons, of course, really come down to the fact that a non-attorney mediator can help you reach your agreements, but they may not be educated in the law depending on the background of the person you choose, nor are they likely to be able to draft your court paperwork. Now, there are certainly exceptions where they may have certain education that gives them a little more understanding of the law, but that doesn't allow them to be licensed, or perhaps they are certified as a legal document preparer, in which case, again, they have enough knowledge of the law to be helpful in the mediations, but also would give the ability to draft the court paperwork. And the other main con is that a non-attorney mediator who cannot help you draft your court paperwork or who may help you reach agreements without being well-versed in the law can end up costing more in both money and time. And not just cost more in time, but also just be clunkier in process because you're starting with the one mediator, you're reaching your agreements, you gotta find another professional to help draft, even if the non-attorney mediator has someone in their pipeline to more smoothly and quickly get you over to someone who can help draft, you may find out that an agreement you reach needs to be tweaked based on the law. And so again, depending on your circumstances and situation, a non-attorney mediator may be the right option, but I'm just putting it out there that mediators in Arizona are not required to be attorneys. And so you can find all sorts of mediators out there. Mediation allows you, with or without representation, to negotiate with your ex or soon-to-be ex with the help of this impartial third-party mediator. So the legal professionals and the mediator who may or may not be a legal professional, those are the people who will most help with your main custody or divorce matter, both in reaching agreements as well as getting everything sorted properly with the court and the paperwork. Moving away from those legal-focused helpers, you may also consider one of a few different certified divorce experts. Now, these are professionals from related industries who have special training and knowledge related to how divorce impacts their main thing. That might be a real estate thing, it might be a financial thing, but they know how divorce can change the main thing. They do have to get certified and then they get to use the designation. 
The first certified divorce expert we'll chat about is the CDRE, the Certified Divorce Real Estate Expert. This is gonna be the real estate agent. This is not focused on the financials. And so this person is not your average real estate agent. They have an understanding of the crossover between real estate and family law. And the CDREs are trained to act as neutrals. So they are there to help you as a couple, big picture, and they help prevent and resolve real estate disputes that arise in family law cases. They are coming in to look at the picture as a whole and help make the most informed decisions and help things go as smoothly as possible. Jumping off of that, okay, you've got your real estate expert who's trained and certified to be this divorce-specific professional. Well, who's going to help with the money side of things? That would be your certified divorce lending professional. And the CDLP is focused on mortgages and other financing aspects. And they have understanding of the intersection of family law, financial and tax planning, real property, and mortgage planning. And so they come in to help make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions and help whatever legal professionals are on the team team, identify any potential conflicts between the divorce settlement, the mortgage, and the real property. So these can be very valuable people in your corner because again, they are helping get ahead of any potential conflicts. Just as a side note, and I've touched on this a little when we went over the collaborative process, but so many complaints from related industry industry professionals when it comes to divorce settlements is that couples make agreements that make sense in the room, that comply with the law, but they don't always make sense to the other industry, or worse, the other industry truly, they have their own rules and regulations and truly can't cannot perform the terms as you guys agreed in the divorce settlement. Now, again, we're going to logically move forward. Let's say you need help with money matters, but they aren't related to real estate. And so that brings us to the final certified divorce expert, and that is the Certified Divorce Financial Analyst, the CDFA. Yet another very valuable player, all these certified divorce experts, if you have a need within the area that they offer the help, I highly recommend considering bringing them in early because they are incredibly helpful, knowledgeable humans. So with the CDFA, these guys are the ones who have an understanding of tax, insurance, retirement, and other areas of knowledge with the specific application to divorce. So the CDFAs are there to help address the special financial issues of divorce, and they use data to help achieve equitable settlements. They are going to look at the numbers, they are going to understand the numbers, and they are going to help you with those more general money matters. Again, if it goes to the mortgages and financing related to real estate, you want the CDLP, the lending pro, but bigger picture, you turn to the financial analyst. You can also consider using a divorce coach. 
Now, I did mention the coach when we covered the collaborative process because one of the professionals that is in the collaborative process is a coach, but a divorce coach can be used by anyone. This is someone who is there to educate and guide you. They have a certification. And while there are some cheerleading aspects involved, right, they're guiding you, they're coaching you, but this isn't someone you're paying just to blindly support and back you. This is someone who is educated in the divorce process and is there to make sure you understand what's coming up, is there to help support you emotionally, but not just as that yes man, They really want to just help build you up so you are confident in the custody or divorce proceeding. Similarly, you can look at a career coach, and these are professionals who can help when you need to build skills and capabilities to improve your job searching skills. They might help with your cover letter. They might do some mock interviews with you. They are there to just really help reorient you on your job and career hunt. Now, depending on your situation and circumstances, there may need to be a one step further involvement in the main divorce proceeding, and that surrounds spousal maintenance. The factors that go to both eligibility and determining the actual amount and duration of spousal support, some of those factors go to your ability to support yourself and to the extent you cannot currently support yourself, what would it take to get you back to the point and rehabilitate you so that you can support yourself? In those times, you may actually need not a career coach. Well, you may still need a career coach as part of just your own help moving forward. But for the divorce proceeding around the spousal maintenance stuff, you may need a vocational evaluation. And that is a professional who comes in and really gets at the details, looks at what is your education, How long have you been out of the job market? A lot of times these evaluations can occur when traditionally it's the wife who stays home as a homemaker and not to say they weren't actually doing work all those years, but we all know that sadly homemaking as wide ranging and never ending a job as it is, is not really marketable to more traditional jobs. And so regardless of the reasons, it could also be be something like you had a long-term medical issue that kept you out of the workforce. No matter the reason, there are times where this vocational evaluation needs to be performed, and that is someone that's not coming in to help you prepare for the job search, but it's someone coming in to actually explore what is your employability. You know, it looks at, like I said, your age, your education, how long have you been out of the job market? What would you be able to make at a position based on what you are trained to do? Do you have to get trained in a new industry? Once you get trained in that new industry, based on all your demographic factors, what would that actually look like in terms of money and ability to support yourself? Outside of coaches, you may explore using a parenting coordinator. 
If you are litigating your divorce, sometimes there will be reason that the court actually orders a parenting coordinator in highly contested matters, but these professionals are out there. No one's stopping you from utilizing them just because you want to and not because you are specifically ordered to. And parenting coordinators are specially trained professionals whose work focuses on helping co-parents. And that can be helping manage the parenting plan. It can help with improving communication. And they may just be helping resolve more general disputes. And so you can definitely see why a court may need to order a parenting coordinator get involved in a highly contested matter. But you can also see how these professionals can be helpful to the average co-parents. And finally, on this non-exhaustive list, would be to explore a variety of psych professional. And that may be finding someone for individual therapy. It may be finding someone for co-parenting therapy, the full family therapy, or other forms of support. Okay, so just looking back, we went over a non-exhaustive list of professionals who can help you with your divorce. We did start with the main legal professionals who would help with reaching agreements and helping deal with court and the paperwork. Those include attorneys, certified legal document preparers, and legal paraprofessionals. We then went over the middle ground of mediators who may or may not be legal professionals because they are not required to be licensed attorneys nor certified as a legal document preparer, none of that. And then we moved away from those main legal professionals and looked at the varying certified divorce experts, which include your certified divorce real estate expert being the real estate agent portion or the certified divorce lending professional who would look at the money side of the real estate. And then we also covered the certified divorce financial analyst who would come in for more general money matter assistance. Then we looked at both a divorced coach as well as a career coach and mentioned the vocational evaluators who go deeper than the career coach. We also then ended by chatting parenting coordinators and did kind of leave the last one on a kind of more of a catch-all of any psych professional as you may see fit. As always, thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in next time to stay in the know. Any links mentioned and all credits and permissions can be found in the show notes. I'll catch you in our next episode.